This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. The marquee lit up the summer skies of 1923. Not long after, things began to happen. On a street with no name in an all but forgotten town in the somewheres of America sits the old Bijou movie palace, long abandoned and left to the elements. Well, they knew the Bijou had been built atop the remains of the fire-ravaged Vickers Hotel, but the warnings went unheeded. Then there were the sightings, the child's apparition running up the stairs, and the woman in period clothing appearing on the balcony, reflections of faces in the poster display cases. But eventually, the tapestries faded and the coffered ceiling cracked. A cathedral to the sweetest dreams and darkest nightmares fell to pieces. But at night, if you listen, you can hear the bijou's projector being turned on and the audience settling in for another Midnight Matinee. It's Kolchak the Night Stalker meets The Andy Griffiths Show, as tonight's creature feature proves that horror writers really do have a sense of humour. We're going down, down south, for Dracula RFD. Original story by William Dufries. Written for audio by M.J. Wilson. sisters to the chapel of the airwives. <laughs> I'm your host, the right reverend Dr. Greedy Dupree. Good evening, Greedy Dupree. And tonight, we are going to unravel the true meaning of Halloween, the devil's holiday. <laughs> the devil's holiday, yeah. God is my witness, beloved brethren. I stood right in the middle of that man's chicken coop. A chicken coop? Oh, come on. Lord, we beseech thee to heal this chicken. <laughs> you can send your 
love offering in the form of a check or a money order. And to make it easier on you, you don't have to write out the full name of our church, the Church of Abundant Salvation from Hellfire. You can just use our initials, C-A-S-H. That's right. Just make out your checks to cash. Jeez. <laughs> Do not, I repeat, do not give those children who come to your door any candy. That just reinforces their devil loving behavior. You just keep all the candy for yourself, buddy. <sighs> and that chicken who Chicken, oh. Hey, Burton. How do you know it was me? Technology, Burton, is called caller ID. It even works out here in the sticks. Now, what do you want? I'm on my way home. That's my boy. File a story electronically, I'll start editing it right away. What story? I got nothing. Then why are you coming home? I'm trying to tell you, there's no story down here. You let me be the judge of that. You just send me some copy, rumors, local legends, whatever, and I will turn it into a nice, juicy vampire story. Will you just listen to me? I've been down here for a week. Everything here is completely normal, completely boring. Come on, completely normal. Well, like, like Norman Rockwell normal? <laughs> no. Of course not. Nothing's ever that normal. There are some strange things down here. Yeah, like what? Like, all I can get on the radio 24-7 is bad southern gospel and evangelists. Bad southern gospel? Are you telling me there's such thing as good southern gospel? No. Oh, they deep fry everything down here, or barbecue it. A waitress threatened to call the police because I ordered a salad and unsweet tea. Yeah, who knew sweet tea was like a religion with these people? Yeah, well, the Bible Belt has always had a pretty thick waistline. Everybody here seems to be related to one another, and I swear every third person I meet is named Bubba. There's definitely a lot of strange things going on down here, but there's nothing paranormal or supernatural. There's no vampires down here, trust me. That is not what I hear from my sources. These are some of the most trusted news sources in America. Who? Oh. Who are these trusted sources? Well, my UFO guy. Your UFO guy. And my Bigfoot guy. My UFO guy told me that the Bigfoot guy told him that he heard something about a vampire hiding in some small southern town. Do you actually pay these experts? Of course I do. You think I'm going to make my nephews work for free? Yeah, if you want the story so bad, make one of your nephews write it. But you're my UFO guy and my Bigfoot guy. They write little blurbs about silly stuff to keep the riffraff happy. You are my real writer. Legitimate stuff like vampires, werewolves, and ghosts. Oh, oh, and that, uh, uh, uh why, 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 what's that Mexican bloodsucker thing? El Chupacabra. Yeah, 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 that thing. Hey, any chance this isn't a vampire, but it's one of those Mexican bloodsucker things finally moving north of the border? How that would be a story. It's not El Chupacabra. It's not a vampire. It's not a werewolf. It's not anything. There's nothing here, Burton. I'm headed home. Oh, come on, Johnny. You gotta give me something. No! I don't gotta give you nothing, Burton. And for the hundredth time, it's Jonathan, not Johnny. Jonathan Harker. But my bad, Johnny. <sighs> Goodbye, Burton. I'll see you in New York. What a jerk. Every one of you within the sound of my voice has a special anointing from Almighty God. Almighty God. Now, you may not have that anointing for healing poultry that I've been given. Why, only last Halloween, I saw a little girl dressed like an angel. Oh, an angel. And a little boy dressed like the devil walking down 
down the sidewalk hand in hand. Dear God in heaven. God in heaven. What do you want now, Burton? A story is what I want. It's what I pay you for. I'm your boss, remember? You can't just hang up on me and expect me to You're breaking here. up, Burton. <laughs> Besides, I gotta go. I just found a gas station. I've gotta fill up before my trip back home. If you wanna talk to me about my job performance, you can talk to me when I get back. Uh, but Johnny, it's you gotta, you gotta, Jonathan. It's I'm pulling into the gas station, Burton. I'm hanging up now. Bye. Don't call again. Okay, here we go. <sighs> what can I do for you, mister? Fill her up, please. You want regular or premium? Regular's fine. Okay. Uh-oh. The little label over your tank says you should only use premium. Yeah, well, the little label over my tank doesn't pay my gas bills, so just fill it up with regular. Okay, if you say so. I say so. Hey, Groomer, get over here and clean off the band's windshield. All right, Groomer. Where are you headed, mister? Uh, north, back home. You been down here for some hunting? Uh, nope. I'm here on business. Oh, you ought to come back here next month for deer season, mister. The wolves will be thick with them come November. Here on business, huh? What line of work are you in? I'm a reporter. Uh, look, uh, Gromer, I don't mean to be rude. I, I, I'm Gruber. He's Gromer. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Gruber. I'm really running late here. Hey, lots of people gets us confused. See, we're brothers. Mm -hmm. Some folks thinks we's twins, don't they, Gromer? They surely do, Gerber. <laughs> but we ain't twins. Uh -huh. The fact of the matter is we're actually stepbrothers. Uh, that's really interesting and all. So... Oh, I knew you'd think so. What with you being a reporter and all. Yep, a Gromer's mama died when he was just a little boy. Good Lord, rest her soul. Yes, God rest her. And then our daddy married her sister, mm -hmm. my mama. And see, the sister now, they was twins. This, this is, is fascinating. So I, when I, she had a son of uh, me, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, I got that. Uh, since she was a twin to Gromer's mama, it was just like I was his full-blooded brother. Genetically speaking. Uh, and since our mothers was sisters, that means we's not just stepbrothers. We's cousins, too. Yeah. Look, guys. I'd love to stay for the rest of this amazing discourse, but I want to get a few hundred miles up the road before I stop for the night, so can you just can the chit-chat and let me get out of here? <gasps> Mister, did you just say can the chit-chat? Um, well, yes. Did um, you hear that, Gromer? This here reporter feller just told me to can the chit-chat. Uh, mm -hmm. Gruber, I, I, I didn't mean anything really boy howdy i love hearing that big city talk <laughs> say something else grober loves that big city talk call him a redneck that's what that lady from syracuse called him that time did she <laughs> she oh. surely did <laughs> uh, guys i'd love to stay and do some more big city talking for you but i really need to get on the road here here um just just Keep the change. Oh, thank you kindly, mister. Uh-oh.
pop a hood and let me take a look. like it's your fuel filter. It's all clogged up. Uh -huh. I told you we should have used a premium. But you can replace it, right? Oh, sure we can. Uh -huh. We'll get you all fixed up by noon on Monday. Noon on Monday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, 12 noon. Or maybe one or two. Uh -huh. No later than five o'clock. Oh, but I, I, I gotta get on the road now, tonight. Uh, you ain't gonna do that without a fuel filter. Parse truck don't run till Monday morning. Can't you call somebody? Isn't there another service station? No, sir. You're lucky you found us open. Most places around here is closed for the holiday. Uh -huh. They close for Halloween? No! The Yaller Holiday. Founder's Day. Founder's Day? Yes, sir. 180 years ago this very day, the city of Toad Suck Landing elected its first town council. And every year we have a big barbecue and square dance to celebrate. Huh. We were just close enough to go to the square dance ourselves. Why don't you come along with us? Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> oh, no thanks, guys. Oh. No, I'm going to make some calls. I try to get a rental car. Oh, well. Oh, that ain't gonna do no good, mister. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You can't get no cell phone reception around here. Ain't none of them cellular towers near Toad Suck Landing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Would you please stop reminding me I'm in a place called Toad Suck Landing? Ah! Come on! <laughs> oh, damn it! Oh, come on, mister! Go with us to the square dance. After the dance, we'll find a place you can bug down for the night. Oh. <laughs> I guess I'm stuck here. Okay, <laughs> let me lock up the car, and I'll go with you. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got to worry about locking your car, mister, not around here. <laughs> no, sir, Toad Suck Landing is the safest town in America. Our sheriff makes sure of that. Uh, just follow us, Mr. Big City Rider. The Founders <laughs> Hall is walking distance from here, straight down Main Street. Mm -hmm. Come on. <laughs> The award-winning London After Midnight is now available for purchase as an ad-free binaural digital download, as a Dolby Atmos digital download, and a two-disc limited edition vinyl record album. Plus, we've taken the London After Midnight audio script and production notes, combined them with a novelization of the original story, and are making that available as an official collection. But you can only find the downloads, the album, and the script and novel collection at www.londonaftermidnight.co.uk. Please don't make us call the man in the beaver hat.
It's a nice little town you got here. It, it seems, um, well, it seems perfect. It's almost like a movie set. <laughs> We're awful proud of our town. Over there's the diner and the drugstore and there's Kermit's Fix-It Shop and Lloyd's Barber Shop. God, this all seems so familiar. It's like I've been here before. Hey there, Aunt B. Hi, Aunt B. We'll be right there. Now, come on, fellas. Let's go to the sheriff's office and help Aunt B. Yes, sir. Aunt B, the sheriff's office. Why do I feel like I've heard all this before? Oh, she's the sheriff's aunt. Well, everybody in town calls her Aunt B. She's probably been taking supper to a prisoner. She's always doing nice things for folks. Hey, Aunt B. Oh, my God. What is wrong with that poor woman's head? Huh? What are you talking about? Oh, you mean all them bees buzzing around her head? Of course I mean all them bees. They're all over her. Yeah. Well, that's why we call her Aunt Bee. Uh -huh. You ever hear that story about a woman with a bouffant hairdo who never washed her hair, and she just kept shellacking it with hairspray, and then one day she found a hive of bees in it? Well, I've always heard it was spiders, and sometimes wasps, but I always thought that was just an urban legend. Well, <laughs> there's your urban legend right there. <laughs> Boys, I haven't got all day. I need to get this cider down to Founders Hall before the square dance begins. Oh, yes, ma'am. Cider? And B, is that some of your honey cider in them kegs here on the sidewalk? Yes, Gruber. Lopey was going to help me carry them to town hall in his little wagon. But he's wandered off somewhere. He's always wandering off somewhere. Mm. Yeah. He usually wanders into the graveyard. That boy ain't right. No, sir. <laughs> now there are three kegs here. One for each of you gentlemen. Here, take this one, Gruber. And you take the next one, Gromer. Yes, ma'am. And you, sir, that third one is for you. Uh, okay. <laughs> wow, that is heavy. <laughs> you know, it's been years since I've actually had to do any manual labor. Oh, for heaven's sake, I'll do it myself. Come along now, boys. We can't be late for the square dance. How is this little old lady so strong? It's almost supernatural. Ow! Oh. Damn it! Now, now, there's no call for profanity. <laughs> Ow! Damn it! God! Ah, oh, that really hurts. Just a bee sting, for goodness oh. sake. Don't be such a baby. But these aren't normal bee stings. They're like fiery needles. Oh, God, I think my throat's swelling. Don't be too mm. tough on him, Aunt B. This fella's, well, well, he's a, uh, he's a, oh, no. he's a Yankee, Aunt B. Uh. It hurts Gromer to even say the word. Yeah. A Yankee? Here in Toadsuck Landing? On Founder's Day? Yes, ma'am. Well, thank goodness we found our guest of honor. Ooh, you hear that, Mr. Ryder? You're gonna be this year's guest of honor! <laughs> guest of honor? Yes, you see every year Barney, uh, that's our town's deputy, sets up a traffic stop at the city limits so he can find a stranger from out of town to be our guest of honor for Founder's Day. But he wasn't able to do that this year because he's been out in the patrol car all day looking for Lopey. Hey, mister. You ain't looking too good. 
I'm, I'm having trouble breathing. Mm -hmm. Listen, I really appreciate this, the guest of honor thing, but I think I'm going to duck into the drugstore here and see if Ellie can help me with some medicine. Mister, are you sure you ain't been to our town before, huh? No, never in my life, believe me. I'd remember. Then how did you know our pharmacist is called Ellie? I don't know. Lucky guess. Well, all right then. You get on into the drugstore and get some doctoring yeah. from Miss Ellie, and we'll see you later at Founders Hall. Come along, boys. The whole town's waiting for my cider. Yes, ma'am. You get yourself fixed up, mister, and if Miss Ellie gets to flapping her gums too much, you just tell her to cut the chit-chat, you hear? <laughs> cut the chit-chat. Oh, wow. I, I do oh, love that big city <laughs> talk. <laughs> Sorry, we're closing up. I'm on my way to the Founders Day dance. I, oh my God! What happened to you? Allergic reaction, I think. Here, I've got an EpiPen ready. Yeah, the swelling should go down in a minute. I've never had a reaction like this before. What happened? Was it something you ate? No. No. It was the bees. Bees? Are you sure? Uh, yeah. Uh, from that bee's woman's beehive hairdo. Oh, just sit down and try to relax while the medicine works into your system. Oh. Take a seat at the soda fountain and let me get you a glass of water. Oh, that old-fashioned soda fountain. This is nice. Yes, we like things a little old-fashioned around here. Yeah, I noticed. I'm Ellie, by the way. Uh, I know. I'm not sure how I know. Hmm. It's like... I remember you from my childhood. You're so familiar. Everything in this town is familiar. It's familiar, but it's not quite right. What do you mean? I mean, as soon as Gromer and Gruber brought me down the street, I felt like I was suddenly in a place I'd known all my life. I knew exactly where the barber shop would be and the fix-it shop and the sheriff's office. Mm -hmm. And I knew that as soon as I walked through the door of this drugstore, I would see a pretty dark-haired pharmacist named Ellie. <laughs> well, aren't you the charmer? No, I didn't. I didn't mean it like that. I, I just meant I, I knew all these details about your town in advance, like they were part of my subconscious or something. Uh, what are you doing in Toadsuck Landing? I never see strangers here. Well, almost never. Just once a year on... Oh, you must be this year's guest of honor. Uh... Well, uh, yes, I am, but that's not why I'm here in town. I'm a writer, and I came down here looking for a story. So, a reporter? Yes, I'm Jonathan Harker. I write for the... Uh, National Na Weekly Inquisitor! I never miss an issue, and uh, your stories are the best. My mother robbed a blood bank, brought me to tears. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> I won an award for that Oh, one. and the article about the best wood to use for making steaks? Cedar's always <laughs> better than pine. And I always use your ten ways to tell your boyfriend's a vampire checklist before I go out with a guy. I am glad I could help with your social life. <laughs> well, as always, great to meet a fan. So you're here to write a... a vampire story? Well, there was a rumor about this part of the country, about a vampire hiding out in a small town. You think there's a vampire here in Toadsuck Landing? I'm not so sure about that. But I am sure that something very strange is going on here. <laughs> you don't know the half of it. You're right. I don't. 
Why don't you fill me in? Starting with everything you know about Aunt B. All right. Oh, uh, let's talk on the way to Founders Hall. Do you feel up to walking yet? Sure. Uh, hey, I'm feeling great. But what's the hurry? The celebration's starting in just a few minutes, right at sunset. We can't be late for it. The sheriff wouldn't like it. Just gotta lock up. Um, but... All right, walk oh. with me. And no matter what I tell you, don't react. Just act normal and smile. People are watching. Uh, you're scaring me a little. Oh, quiet. We don't have much time. Just listen. Every year on Halloween... You mean Founder's Day? Founder's Day is just a cover. It's just an excuse to bring the entire town together on the most supernatural night of the year. Why? So everyone can get a nice big cup of Aunt Bee's honey cider. You see, Aunt Bee's really some kind of witch or sorceress mm. or something. Mm -hmm. And the cider is an elixir to make everyone compliant, to keep the whole town under her spell. Uh, why doesn't it work on you? You don't seem to be under any spell. It's because I'm immune to it, and so are you. What? Because you're allergic to her bees. I am too. Our bodies reject the bees' toxins, so their honey doesn't have any effect on us. So... Everyone in this town? Everyone in this town walks around in a fog, happily stuck in this parody of a 1950s sitcom, oblivious oh. to the evil force controlling them. Evil force? You mean Aunt B? No, no, she's just a small part of it. I'm talking about the real evil in this town, the sheriff. The sheriff is the one who- Hey there, <gasps> Miss Ellie. Lopey, where have you been? Your pa's had Barney out looking for you all day. I fell asleep in the graveyard. I was behind a big headstone, so I guess Barney couldn't see me. What were you doing in the graveyard? I'm not supposed to talk to you, mister. You're a stranger. Pa says not to talk to strangers. Oh, where are my manners? I should have introduced the two of you. Lopey, this is Mr. Harker. He's this year's guest of honor for Founder's Day. Mr. Harker, this is Lopey, the sheriff's son. Oh, nice to meet you, Lopey. Nice to meet you, too. So... What were you doing in the graveyard? I've got lots of friends there. I talk to them every day. <laughs> do they talk back to you? Not usually. Uh -huh. But sometimes they do on Founder's Day. You and me are going to be good friends, Mr. Harker. I sure hope so, Lofi. Oh, I know we will. I'm friends with all the guests of honor we've ever had for Founder's Day. I visit them every day in the graveyard. That does it. I'm out of here. No, Jonathan, you've got to stay. You've got a town to save. That's not the sort of thing I do, Ellie. But you've got a great story to write. I've been thinking about changing careers. Do it for me, Jonathan. I want to break the spell that keeps these people trapped here, and you're the only one who can help me. I'll never get another chance. Attention, everybody. The uh, annual Founders Day Square Dance will begin in uh, five minutes. Everybody, make your way to Town Hall right away. Raffle, oh, uh, ra raffle tickets are still available for a uh, year's worth of haircuts from my uh, barbershop. And, oh, oh, and uh, Aunt Bee's about to serve up her cider. Ooh, you know how good that is. Come on, folks. The festivities are about to start. Come on, Jonathan. We've got to hurry. Oh, I'm, this is such a bad idea. Um, all right, I'm coming with you.
Dracula RFD featured the voices of Harlan Baker, Peter Burkrott, Kate Davis, William Dufries, Corey Gagne, Adam Henderson, Karen Lund, Christopher Price, Michael Rafkin, Dennis St. Pierre, Wendy Tremont King, and Casey Turner. I am Sally Walker Taylor. Dracula RFD was created and directed by William Dufries and written by M.J. Wilson. Direction and sound design by William Dufries with Fred Greenhalge. Recorded at Mind's Eye Productions, Maine. Midnight Matinees comes to you from Pocket Universe Productions. And with that, the theatre is closed. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.